The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, so, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the WrestleCast. This is Don DeLorente. I'm joined by the original two co-hosts of the WrestleCast, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? How's going, everybody? And Magnum Prime. What's up, Greg? What's up, man? Just over here fighting for my dreams, so one day they'll fight for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Miss Didi Jonay is not scheduled to be on the card tonight. She is... Uh, she is often parts unknown handling a prior booking so you know she'll be back with us next week so when, uh, when, when, when we do the Smackdown thing with her you should when you ask her for her rating you should say how many sheets okay <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll try that next week the WrestleCast is being brought to you by CSPN. You can find us at CSPN.us. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at WrestleCast. You can follow me at Don DeLorente. Sam, what's your new Twitter handle? It is SC... Wait, hold on. SCLNGA. All right. And you can follow Greg at... Magnum Prime. All right. Sam, you got some news for us, man, before we get into it? Yeah, I got a couple of things. So Jerry Lawler said that he suffered a stroke prior to WrestleMania weekend. So uh, on the latest episode of Dinner with the King, Jerry Lawler talked to his co-host about a stroke that he suffered on 321 shortly before going to the WonderCon event. (laughs) So yeah, so three days after suffering the stroke, he was able to talk again and felt much better. He was released from the hospital. The only people he told about the situation were Kevin Dunn and Triple H. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Undertaker is now facing Chris Jericho instead of Rusev at the WWE Greatest Royal Rumble. So, uh, it's a casket match. And uh, So, what do y'all think of that? Hopefully, that means that they about to do like push Rusev and they realize, Oh, we just, yeah, we just, well, we on our way to burying them. So let's like, (laughs) stop it. (laughs) Let's put a stop to it. So hopefully that's what that is. And it's not like, Oh, you know, they got some type of heat growing or something. Right. 
I mean, they're trying to put they're trying to put the best card together they can for that Saudi prince. Oh yeah, man! They got uh, Jericho and and Kurt Angle are going to be in this battle royal as well as having matches on the card as well. Triple H and John Cena wrestling each other. Yeah, this is this is going to be <laughs> the probably this is going to be like what you thought WrestleMania was going to be if you're like a pure wrestling fan. This is like uh, someone having a birthday and they're like, "What's the best match? What's the best card you can put together?" your birthday i guess is it. i guess this would be similar to that um this is like a dream this is like a dream type card it's the best card that all can buy right <laughs> <laughs> i guess it would be similar to that card that they put together in uh, north korea that time where rick flair and them went and wrestled oh yeah but you know what i i think that card people a lot more uneasy than that they didn't know they probably gonna make it home yeah you, know, you go to saudi arabia you know you Stay away from the alcohol, you probably be okay. <laughs> <laughs> North Korea, uh, you know, don't piss off the leader. Yeah. So, but that was like back in like mid nineties, like ninety four or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So apparently, uh, your boy Rey Mysterio is going to be in this greatest Royal Rumble. There's been there's speculation for a while now that Mysterio has been looking to return to WWE, and as of this report here, there has been no confirmation. Mysterio's car Mysterio is currently part of Aero Lucha and it said that in the past that he is interested in competing in New Japan. Good luck there. Going as far as saying Will Osprey and Marty Squirrel Oh, going as far as saving Will Osprey from Marty Squirrel's attack at Strong Style Evolved. So yeah. Well, you know, he he was in the uh, Royal Rumble a couple of years ago, so you know, again, like we were talking before the uh the show started. If the number's right for one day, I'm available. Yeah. Well, what, what I was. The money is right. That they actually right. want them to, to maybe go full time again. If the money's right, that's true. there every night. I don't think his knees can handle full time, but. I don't think so either, but, you know, hey, if the check's clear, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be out there in a the wheelchair. You go out there and drag himself out there. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I really hope he does pay off that New Japan stuff, though, because I'm just kind of looking forward to that, you know, being the New Japan guy on this show right here. It's like, damn, we got robbed. And then when he came in and got involved a little bit, it's like, oh, they just set up all these matches. Maybe we can get, you know, Will Ospreay and uh, Rey Mysterio teaming up against Marty Scurll and somebody like, oh, this could be good, but we'll see. We'll see. So, if you didn't know, this was, you know, WrestleMania weekend. It's only, you know, seven hours worth of programming. WWE season finale. Yeah, on Sunday for WWE. They had their fantastic NXT takeover on Saturday. So, we're going to do like a round table. Pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you saw the matches. Uh, Hopefully, you were in the hashtag ManiaCast. Thanks for everybody who joined us. Uh, on Sunday and over the weekend, all the hashtags that we had going on from the Hall of Fame, TakeOver, WrestleMania, and uh, the cast, uh, Supercard of Honor as well, people who were watching the ROH show. So we'll just go through the WrestleMania winners really fast. We had Broken Matt Hardy win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. 
We had Cedric Alexander win the Cruiserweight Championship over Mustafa Ali. We had Naomi win the Women's Battle Royal. We had Seth Rollins defeat The Miz and Finn Balor to win the Intercontinental Championship. Charlotte Flair ended Oscar's streak and made her tap out. And we had Jinder Mahal defeat Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Rusev to win the United States Championship. Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle defeated Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. The Bludgeon Brothers. They became the SmackDown Tag Team Champions as they defeated the Usos and the New Day. John Cena got his match with The Undertaker. And John Cena got his ass whooped by The Undertaker. (laughs) Church. Be careful what you ask for. Uh, Before that, John Cena uh, beat up Elias. Uh, Daniel, (laughs) Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are fired. No longer welcome on SmackDown. Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss to become the Raw Women's Champion. AJ Styles defeated Shinsuke Nakamura to retain the WWE Championship. But in a swerve, Shinsuke Nakamura hits AJ with a low blow and then beats him down before delivering a Kinshasa before heading back up the ramp. Sheamus and Cesaro lost the World Tag Team, the Raw Tag Team Championships to Braun Strowman and Nicholas from this crowd. I'm really surprised his partner wasn't these hands. <laughs> <laughs> and Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns to retain the Universal Championship. So, fellas, we're just going to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, what hit, what didn't. So, Greg, I'll let you go first, man. We'll start with what you liked. Uh, I definitely like the the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Um, I think we all agree that was probably the match of the night uh, for the show. Uh, I did enjoy... (laughs) The, the three-way dance for the Intercontinental Championship. A few-way dance. Well, I mean, uh, it, was, it was definitely a, a lot better than I thought it was going to be, even though we saw, you know, Rollins and Balor go at it for it seemed like a half an hour uh, on the go-home show before Mania. Uh, I actually I actually liked the Undertaker and Cena match. Um, it, it was short, sweet. You made the Undertaker look good as you possibly could. Cena did a good job of taking care of him. And it was nice to see Daniel Bryan back. And uh, I was a little bit disappointed with Styles and Nakamura. I rewatched it. I will say it was a solid match. I definitely disliked the outcome, but I think they worked, which would probably be a, a softer New Japan Type match, it, it didn't have that that brutality or, or strong style that you saw in their last match in the, in the Wrestle Kingdom together, but it was a good match. So, what about you guys? All right, Sam, I'll let you go next. What'd you like about it? Well, let me see. Let me start from the beginning because I, I didn't see the whole thing. I, I I got up to John Cena and then I was just like, eh. So, uh, uh, Matt Hardy, I actually picked. 
that hardy to win that that rum, that uh, battle royal. Give yourself a uh, Barry Horowitz pat on the back, sir. Right. Well done, sir. And I was making the joke on Twitter that when I saw Baron Corbin, and I was making the joke that I fell asleep. I was like, oh, I fell asleep. What happened? And people were responding like I was being serious. No, I, Baron Corbin puts me to sleep. But um, I really liked that they had Bray come in and he, uh, he and Matt joined forces. So that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali was good. Was pretty good. Let's see here. I didn't even see Naomi win. I saw Bailey throw out Sasha, and then the Pizza Man came, and then I came back, and they're playing Naomi's music. I'm like, what? But then again, I don't remember her getting eliminated, so. Uh, let's see here. Charlotte Oscar was really good. Uh, they didn't hinder Ginger. Uh, Angle and Rousey uh, against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon was actually pretty good. Uh, they idiot-proofed the match for Ronda. It seems like it. Although I didn't like the fact that like Stephanie McMahon was breaking out of the armbar, I thought it, like if you're really going to try to get that move over, don't have like you know a non-wrestler break out of that. And that was pretty much all I saw. All right, I okay. This is the way I I saw it down. The best wrestling match on the show, hands down, Oscar and Charlotte Flair, um, just. So good, they went at it. So you know, women's wrestling definitely has come so far, and they proved that if you do give you know them enough time, they could definitely deserve to main event a WrestleMania. Really, if you like the best sports entertainment match on here, it was definitely Ronda Kurt versus Stephanie and Triple H. The crowd was so into it. They kept going. Every time you thought, oh, it's just going to be the hot tag and then Stephanie's going to get her arm ripped off. It was like, oh, look at Steph with some defense. She's actually been training. That's what those videos were for, Sam. They've been training to at least defend it once, keep the match going. Then they kind of mixed it up with Ronda and, and Triple H. It's like, oh. I'm surprised they went in your gender earlier. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna put it on Triple H, and it, well, see, it's all about the moment. It's all about the sports center moment, man. Oh yeah, I know they're not gonna. That's probably not gonna happen again. Yeah. So you're, you like, know. you're not gonna you're not gonna see Braun, you know, body slamming like Sasha. Right. At least not in uh, WWE. You turn over to Lucha Underground. Uh, yeah. It's oh game God. On. Yeah, that really pissed me off. <laughs> it's game <laughs> on. But uh, yeah. So that so that was so those were the best two matches of the night. Um, was really surprised that Rusev did not win the United States Championship, and they gave it back to Gender. But it would I like be a great way to celebrate Rusev Day, right? But I do like Gender though having a championship. It gives them a reason to come out there and cut those promos. But it also I, means that they didn't completely give up on him. Yeah, right, right. Um, let's see what else I like. I really like that Cedric Alexander got the title. I thought that they had kind of a match that was a little. Eh. Compared to some of the matches 205 Live have been having, they have been, you know, having some better matches. Totally disappointed in the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Didn't care for the Bludgeon Brothers being in there. We got robbed of a classic. Uh, John Cena Undertaker is what it is. Would have preferred the Undertaker just snatch him up from his seat, though, when he was out there with the fans. And it's like, oh, that would have been funny. That would have been funny just yeah. like in his seat. Just like, just like looking around, like what, what, oh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. The lights go out, and then all of a sudden, thing you know, it's just John Cena in the ring with the Undertaker getting his ass whooped. That would have been cool. Uh, so, so the, so the joke online was, um, at what, po- at what during what match does John Cena go to the bathroom? 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> apparently he was escorted to the bathroom during the women's battle royal <laughs> um they kind of like lost the crowd with the way that they set up the Daniel Bryan Shane McMahon oh my match. God. They, got, they never got the crowd back yeah because the whole <laughs> thing was to see him get in there oh my gosh if you guys are fans of Jim Cornette Listen to his podcast. He reviews WrestleMania. Oh, those are really yes. back and wait. Yeah, but listen to the match that he sets up for this. Oh my gosh, you would have been like, yeah, mm-hmm. This was on the on its way to being like one of the greatest WrestleManias up until that point. It, when you get past Dave yeah. Bryan's entrance, it goes downhill. When when Shane's in there potatoing, uh, <laughs> right. This is stupid. Right. It was good. It was cool to see Alexa Bliss and Nia. The crowd kind of wasn't into it, but they actually popped for the finish and they, you know, gave Nia a big pop for the win. So that was cool. I'm with Greg, AJ Styles, Nakamura. They sacrificed the match just to have an angle at the end. It never got out of first gear. It never, like, I thought that it was going to be Styles class one, two, kick out, and then, uh oh, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, now we're about to get the match on. Like, but they just never, they never did it. He just style slashed him and that was it. And then, um, you know, Nicholas, you know, that could be me moment. And then uh, the swerve at the end for the main event. I don't think uh, any of us predicted that coming. Uh, so, no. you know, I don't so know. When I heard the crowd was completely out of that match. Oh, yeah. It was Beach Ball Mania. And this is awful. Was audible on the on the really? broadcast. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. They'll take that out during the release. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't you yeah. worry about that. Yeah, but yeah, that definitely was audible on the uh, on the broadcast. So, what, what was some of the like craziest things that you heard live that you never heard again or saw? Like like the Trish Stratus, Mickey James thing. Was there anything like that? Oh man, I don't know because I never I never go back and watch. And look for the Kevin Dunn tricks and the sweetening up parts, unless it's just something that they do in like a part in promo or something where I may listen to it first and I'd be like, oh, they took out a word there or something. I actually have one. I think I might have mentioned it on here before. It was during uh, uh, the Rock and Sock connection against Evolution. Okay. <clears throat> uh, at one point, Flair is in there with McFoley and he's smacking him around in the corner. And then Foley tries to get away, tries to go tag in Rock. And Ric Flair pulls him back. He's like, uh-uh, motherfucker. I ain't done with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's just loud. You can hear it through through the broadcast. But yeah, like during the the DVD, no, that wasn't in there at all. Yeah, man. They're very good with their tricks. Kevin Kevin Dunn. They they still have Brock dropping the MF. They dropped the audio, but you can tell it said it. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if they were going to sweeten that up for, you know, the DVD release or not, but oh, the the sound man's always on alert when Brock Lesnar's around. It's not telling what he's gonna say. Oh yeah, like like it's also that happens like when the sound just dies for no reason, and then all of a sudden it just pops back up. And you're like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah, Brock Lesnar out there ripping and running. All right, Sam. So uh, give me your rating on this WrestleMania. Like you said, for like a half there. It was on his way to being maybe the best one than we've 17. had. It was on his way. And he just died. So, uh, out of 10, probably give this one a six and a half. Okay. G Money? Uh, I'll give it a seven. I, I would give it higher, but it is just, it is a chore trying to watch that 
five hours and ten minutes, especially if you're in the Eastern Time Zone. That's that's too <laughs> rough. Oh man, I, I hung in there with it. It's rough. That was just yeah. wrong. That was just a show of Raw and SmackDown combined in one city. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, the Finn Balor entrance was really really cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I give it about a seven. You know, I really yeah. I'm with everybody else. Like right there when you got the Daniel Bryan man, it was on his way because John Cena getting his ass whooped. We were like, okay, and then they went right into Daniel Bryan coming out, and it was like the only thing about it is they you kind of knew from the beginning they were gonna mess it up because they came out first, and it was just like, why is he coming out first? He should be the last person to come out. Sammy and Kevin should come out. Shane should come out. They should pause. Then Daniel Bryan come out, but it didn't work out that way. So knew something screwy was going to happen. So we'll turn over to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Ronda Rousey yanks Steph's arm out of socket again in front Hold of on. everybody. I got got this here. I got these these old Raw results here. Okay, go ahead. Burn, burn through those. All right. So Stephanie McMahon comes down to Dakota Boring twenty minute promo. Um, she talks about Ronda and you know gives her props and everything. Introduces even introduces her best friend Ronda Rousey. Ronda, Ronda shakes her hand, hugs her, and then pretty much arm bars the hell out of her. And, and that was only nine minutes. That was only nine minutes. So I'm, I'm really shocked. I'm shook, as the kids say. Uh, Nia Jax comes. Nia Bay comes out. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James come out to taunt her. That's when Nia Jax introduces her teammate. Miss Ember Moon, something that I've known about for a minute, but I couldn't tell anybody, so I'm really happy to see Miss Moon on the big stage. Ember Moon and Nia Jax defeat Alexa and Mickey. Uh, Min got the pin, hitting Bliss with the Eclipse. Uh, you see Braun Strowman relinquishes his titles with Nicholas because Nicholas has school tomorrow or something. And uh, see No Way Jose debuts. Comes out with the Adam Rose... Uh, Entourage gimmick, which is, is going to get old really quickly. I don't know if you guys think so or not. Already old. Sorry, old. Yeah, we've seen it before. He better have right. uh, something to pitch in about a month and a half. Well, hey, well, the best you know the best thing to come out of the Exotic Express was Braun Strowman. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So Kurt Angle informs the bar that they'll get their tag title rematch at the Greatest Royal Rumble against three other teams from their spots via a tag tag team eliminator tournament. So the revival, the, this is their first time back, right? In a while, or were they back last week? No, they've been back for a minute. They okay. just didn't wrestle just, last week. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I just, yeah, I haven't watched in a minute. The revival defeats uh, the Good Brothers. Uh, they can't, they can't get, they can't win at all. So they advance to the to the uh, eliminator match this week, and revival won by hitting Anderson with the Shatter Machine. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out to the ring to, to celebrate his Intercontinental and Grand Slam championships. Finn comes out and says that Rollins does deserve it, but he wants to be the first to challenge the title for the title. Uh, Rollins shakes his hand and says, but then Miz, Miz arrives to remind everyone that he's an Oda Benatory rematch. Uh, Rollins says, we'll have the match right now, but, my, but Miz wants it at Backlash. Jeff Hardy, music hits, and he comes out, making his return from injury. Uh, to even the odds and Miz and Mr. Rise depart. 
Alrighty, uh, Mandy Rose against Sasha Banks. Bailey makes her entrance before the match started and stood in Banks' corner. The fight's built to the outside. Mandy shoved Bailey with the referee distracted by distracted by Absolution. Bailey tries to hit Mandy but strikes Banks instead. With Banks still preoccupied with Bailey, Rose hits a running knee and got the pin. Distraction finished, gentlemen. Uh, you know what to do. Yes, thank you. Drink it in. <laughs> Drink it in, man. So after the match, Paige gets on the microphone and gives an emotional speech announcing her retirement. Something that we knew already, but I guess she wanted to make it official in New Orleans where her career st- yeah, wait, yeah, where her career started. Uh, the goddamn drifter was in the ring to run down the WrestleMania crowd. Whoa, 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 whoa. They, they, what, were, not what? Letting, they were not letting him Watch him out, sir. Watch him out, sir. They were not letting him be a heel. It was so funny. He was so he didn't know what to do. <laughs> we want with the liars. That was he good. Wasn't <laughs> he wasn't ready for that. So he was interrupted by a returning Bobby Lashley, who I had heard about. I this was a rumor, but I wasn't giving it any credence just because we've heard about people coming back before who didn't. Like how many how many times did Shelton Benjamin have a was supposed to come at the come back at the Royal Rumble? So I just didn't take this. I just didn't take this one serious until we finally saw him. And he comes out and he beats Elias down. So, uh, so what do y'all think of Bobby returning, Mr. Lashley? Um. Well, I don't know, man. It, it, hopefully, they put him in a good program and they make people care about him. I could see him beating Brock for the title. That would work if they give up on Braun. I mean, uh, give up on Roman. Or maybe he beats <laughs> Roman. Maybe he beats Roman for the for the title match or something. Right. Well, that could be an out for for Brock to go to the UFC because I think Brock's gonna get uh, the winner of that Miocic and Cormier fight whenever he whenever he finishes his his suspension. Yeah, that one. Um, eventually, he's gonna go back and he's gonna fight for him. So. Maybe, maybe if it's some. Well, it probably won't be SummerSlam to start the suspension. Hmm. He hasn't even started it yet. No, he hasn't started yet. He's got to give whatever. I guess have another meeting with the officials or whatever, and officially come back. You have to be an active performer in order to start your suspension. Yeah, because he got to go back under the USADA testing. Okay. So he's got to get all that junk out of his body, uh, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) So he can get in, and then he'll take his. His suspension or whatever, and eventually work those dates. So yeah, he, he could drop it to Bobby, and then maybe come back, you know, sometime later on in the year, or maybe even at the the end of the year before Rumble season start. Right. Let's see. Uh, backstage, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owen approach Kurt looking for a job. Uh, Angle basically says, "Don't be mad. TNA is hiring." <laughs> that was great. <laughs> They finally got what they wanted. They finally got a mention from WWE. They finally, after how many years in, in business, they finally got they got an acknowledgement. That was probably one of the best jabs ever. That was great. That was the funniest thing ever. Let me see. He's later and Rhino come to the ring feeling disrespected. You know, he says, you know, he has kids. He has, he, you know, he needs to pay. He needs to pay, you know, for his kids or whatever. Uh... Slater challenges anyone in the back to a match, and I knew as soon as he said that, I was like, AOP's coming out, aren't they? Yep, sure enough, they came out and pinned uh, Slater and Rhino, and then 
of course, after the match, they leave Paul Ellering behind, which I kind of already knew because Paul Ellering was never in this for the long run. Now, he just wanted to be close to his daughter, right? Yeah. I want to be close to his daughter. Oh, all right. <laughs> so Roman Reigns comes to the ring and talks about his big steel cage match with Brock Lesnar. Uh, Joey Samoe comes out from the back, returning. And now we have two-thirds of the beatdown clan from TNA signed to Raw. All we need now is MVP to come back. We got the, we got the beatdown clan in, in Raw. Y'all don't know nothing about that, do y'all? No, sir. You would think you were the only one watching TNA back then. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so Joey Samoe comes out, and he, he gives Roman just... A great tongue lashing. Did y'all, did y'all notice that? Mm-hmm. He just like, yeah, he just lets him have it. He's like, look here, look here, son. He picked up. He bodied him. Yeah, there you go. He picked up right where he left off before he got hurt, cutting those fire promos. Right. So the tag team later, oh, yeah, and then, uh, uh, no, wait, hold on. That was later on. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt defeat Titus Apollo, Titus O'Neill and Apollo uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. This was a pretty good match. It was just kind of it went to a no contest. They both couldn't get up with the ten count. So, but it was a great match. It was just no neither one of them won. So, so backstage, uh, Hardy, Finn, and Seth are coming here are going to the ring, and then they're stopped by uh, by Broken or Welcome Matt Hardy and uh, and Brother Bray or whatever. What are they calling him? He's just Bray Wyatt for the time being. Yeah. Brother Husky. <laughs> brother Harris, there you go, brother Harris. So anyway, uh, yeah, they they stop him, they stop brother Nero, and they hug him and everything, and, and he's like, "Oh, it looks like you're back from your condition." And of course, Finn and Seth are like, "What was that about?" Jeff's like, "I don't know." So Jeff Hardy, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins defeat the Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas. Rollins got the pin on Miz after the curb stomp. After the match, all three men hit their finishers on Axel and Dallas. And that is your Monday Night Raw. Thoughts, thoughts. That was a lot of uh that's a lot of stuff to happen. We had what AOP come in, we had Paige retire, had Ember, Ember Bay. Ember Yep. Uh and then uh Kevin and Sammy fought forever and nobody won. <laughs> Hashtag fight forever. Hashtag fight forever. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up, Dave? We've got our run-in tonight by... Yes, yes. a steel chair. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry for the delay, fellas. I think I hear David Dennis's music. As he's, yeah, right. As he's joining the WrestleCast. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Sorry for the delay. Had a little, you know, situation, but we're good. We're back, back in effect. So good. Oh man, glad that you could join us. Glad that you could join us, man. We just got through wrapping up Monday Night Raw and WrestleMania, man. So we'll let you give your take on uh, WrestleMania. Just kind of, you know, what you liked, what you didn't, and you know, just your overall thoughts on the show. Uh, I thought uh, heading into the last hour, so before. AJ Styles um, and Braun in the main event. I thought we had uh, an all-timer on our hands. I thought we were creeping on West WrestleMania 17 territory. Like, it just needed some four-and-a-half, five-star matches, which it didn't have. But I thought it was pretty perfect uh, at the beginning. Um, and then it, it tapered off. I think part of the reason it tapered off was because the audience was just exhausted. Um 
you know, uh, the WWE is learning how to do seven hour shows, which I don't think is possible to do. Um, but you know, we got about four perfect hours of WrestleMania. Unfortunately, the event was like seven or eight hours. So I thought it was pretty good. At, uh, you know, it probably is going to go down as a top tier WrestleMania. I think, um, it's just that last hour sort of sort of fell off a cliff, but I thought it was it was pretty great leading up to that. All right, yeah, that's kind of what our sentiments were exactly. So, what was your match of the night? Match of the night has got to be Charlotte Nasca for me. Um, I thought it was great. The ending was a little abrupt. It seemed like they might have gotten called to wrap it up for the ending. Um, if you could have given me five of those. Ronda Rousey minutes and giving it to Charlotte Oscar, we could have had a match of the year candidate, but I think that's probably the best match of the night. And your biggest disappointment of the night? Uh, biggest disappointment, um, I guess, will probably be the fact that uh, you know, Rome, like Roman and, and Brock, just did not need to happen. You know, it just there was no way that they were going to book that match to where anybody was satisfied. Like it was doomed from the beginning. Um, I think that if they had gone with Braun, Brock and Roman Cena, like they, you know, they did a few months ago, I think then we could have really had a great uh, WrestleMania. We didn't get it. um, But I think the disappointment is that the main event was, was so bad. And then as a result, People kept saying that the event was bad because the main event was bad. So, you know, but they're 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 doing the Roman thing, and I guess I'm disappointed that I'm ready for the Roman. I'm ready to go move on. You know, I'm ready for just put. We know you're gonna put the belt on Roman at some point. Just put it on him and let's let's get it over with. All right. As far as the call ups for Monday Night Raw, anybody that you're looking forward to, uh, and you know, hope, hopefully the booking does them right. We had AOP. We had. Ember Moon. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big Ember Moon fan, so I'm excited to see her get the call up. Um, I, you know, I think that they they need to get a little bit more creative with the call ups now. Uh, like they've been doing call ups for about four years now, and so you know they go out on Raw and somebody does an open challenge or somebody needs a partner and it's getting a little stagnant like they need to find creative ways to have people come in and debut um but that that gripe aside I'm, I'm excited for ember moon um i'm excited for aop they look small <laughs> in a raw ring smaller than i thought they would but i think that they'll they'll work it out um but but yeah ember moon is, is the raw call up for me yeah i think it's time for them to get back to leaning on those video packages man and doing a little bit more background on the on the newer people you know the people who you know because not everybody's into nxt so you know some people that crowd knows who she is but the challenge is going to be in the next couple of weeks when she's out there wrestling dana brooke can they get the crowd to care about anything besides the eclipse and that's where they're going to have funny. To- i said the same thing about uh ronda like What's going to happen when Ronda's in there with like Dana Brooke or something? Yeah. Well, see, see, with her, the thing you do with her is you just have her just beat Dana Brooke in like 33 seconds. You know, simple. 
because she can. And Everybody should just beat Dana Brooke in three <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's legitimate and it's believable if she just goes in there and just yanks Dana Brooke's arms out of the socket. That's what you would think. But with Ember, you know, she would, you know, think she'd have a more of a wrestling match. But can you make her character more compelling than just a finishing move? And that's going to be the challenge for the crowd in Hershey, Pennsylvania or wherever they go to in a month from now. So, that's my thing right. is it should just, you know, like before where they would build you, build you, let you do a promo, you know, build you another video, another promo. And then you come out and then you have like a really dominating, you know, two or three weeks. Then you cut a promo, talk good. And then you get like a program, call out somebody and then you go from there. But they don't really do that anymore. Everything's got to be so fast, I think. I mean, like the biggest example of like them assuming everyone watches NXT it was like when Emma debuted, and everybody was like, "Who? What? Why does she walk like that? What's going on with this girl? Who is this person? Ooh, we don't like her." Mm-hmm. That's what. Yeah, they just got to find. You know, I, I don't wouldn't mind video packages leading up to the Monday after WrestleMania. Like we know people are debuting, you know, so just give us a video package, you know, at the end of Royal Rumble, and let us know that Ember Moon is showing up at the end. Or you know, obviously if she didn't have the title, but. You know, people like that to get us excited. They just got to find new ways to show us that these people are showing up. Right, right. So we'll I'll stand in for Miss Didi Jonay and be the SmackDown Matters correspondent this week. We get Shane. He comes out. He thanks Daniel Bryan for all his hard work that he's done that he's put in his GM. But Daniel Bryan's going back on the road as a full time performer, so he's got to give up his duties as GM. So what does Shane do? He introduces. Page as a new SmackDown GM, Gross. so uh, <laughs> so that's that's cool for Paige. Glad that they found a spot for her uh, one night after she announced her retirement. So um, we got a classic for TV. We got the New Day versus the Usos. We got Woods and Big E represent the New Day this time, and the new the excuse me for the uh, these this match the winners will face. The Bludgeon Brothers for the titles at Greatest Royal Rumble. And the Usos got the win with the top rope splash. Um, they I don't understand why they had a three-way. They were just going to have a number one contenders match the next night. They could have slid the Bludgeon Brothers into the spot here and let New Day and Usos have a classic at WrestleMania. But <sighs> all for not. Naomi snatched up Natalia. She beat her with a split-legged moonsault, got the win. Naomi's feeling really good these days. Going back she to her snitched, old... She her ball. Yes, going back to her old finishing move. And uh, Nakamura had his best promo ever, one of the best heel promos for somebody who's ever turned. Uh, he claims that he does not speak English when Renee pressed him about why he turned on AJ Styles. Charlotte came out, basically you know, said that she... I was ready for Asuka, and now there's nobody else to challenge. She's looking for new challengers. And finally, the Iconics, or a.k.a. the Iconic duo of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay arrive. Uh, they basically beat down Charlotte, uh, give her a double power bomb out on the floor, roll her back in the ring, stand over her. And as they leave, Carmella arrives, and she finally cashes in her briefcase, even though Mike Kyoto tried to play her like she was Baron Corbin. Uh, Bobby Roode, Rand- <laughs> Randy Orton, and Rusev all face each other to face Jinder Mahal at Backlash. Uh, 
And the winner was Randy Orton. So we get to see that program again. Jenna Mahal and uh, uh, Randy Orton. So All lives matter. Yeah, I don't know why Vince thought that this would be a good idea. It didn't put butts in seats when they went for the world title. So what? why does he think it's going to work when they go for the United States title? Uh, Carmella said that, you know, she, uh, the queen overstayed her welcome. Francis kicked her off her throne. She's the new type champion. And uh, they ask her about the iconic duo. And she's like, who? And Moon walks out of the screen. AJ Styles is interviewed backstage. He says Nakamura's not his biggest concern because Paige and her first act as general manager made a dream match between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan have a technical classic until Shinsuke Nakamura arrives, hits uh, Daniel Bryan with a Kinsasha, gives AJ Styles a low blow, hits him with a Kinsasha, and then another low blow. And Shinsuke Nakamura is just establishing himself as the new number one heel on SmackDown. So, thoughts, concerns? David, I'll let you go first on this one. Um, I, th- You know, I just want to say as um, one of the charter members of the Peyton Royce Hive, um, <laughs> I am happy uh, that she made it onto SmackDown. Um, Peyton Royce. And that she looked is- like it. Baton Royce she's is great. what we call her. Mm. You said what? Baton Royce, like she's the bay. Oh yeah, Baton Royce. She is incredible. Um, you know, she uh, I, it's been great to you know that's one of the benefits of NXT is that people like her who are not um, necessarily indie stars or people who came come in with all the tools like she had to find herself and figure it out. So watching her do that was really cool. Uh, her charisma is off the charts. Um, she has has actually become a pretty good in ring, per you know, wrestler in ring performer. Like if this were ten years ago, she'd be the best wrestler in the company by a mile. Um, but you know, she can she can go in there and have a decent match. So I'm excited to see her. Uh, I think they found someone Nakamura, and I couldn't believe how great. AJ and Daniel Bryan were considering Daniel Bryan hadn't wrestled in three years. So I was happy with, with all that. Yeah. They had that Matt wrestling, jujitsu technical chain wrestling going on. Oh, so pretty. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hopefully they can incorporate a little bit more of that type of wrestling into WWE. I've been watching a lot of Zack Sabre jr. Lately, he's been getting a big push in new Japan and it's really cool to watch that type of wrestling, especially when you got a guy who can grab you and twist you up and make you submit off of anything that you do. Makes it very realistic. G Money, right. what are your thoughts about Peyton Royce beat down? They were the only people who got called up on SmackDown besides Paige getting the GM spot. So I guess they're saving some things for the you know superstar shakeup that's coming this week. So what are your thoughts about SmackDown? Uh, I, I love that moment. I love that she had an opportunity to to take the mic and and really uh, build up to what was about to happen with Carmella. Uh, I thought that was brilliant. Uh, I love the the Shinsuke promo. I think it was appropriate, but yet inappropriate at the same time because it was funny. But I would hate to see the WWE take the situation where you have a guy whose English is not his first language. And instead of it being some sort of uh, cool situation where 
where he's he's laughing at everyone. You could turn a situation where everyone's laughing at him, and it's not really funny. So I I hope it I hope it continues to be strange in the sorts of interviews that Nakamura was having when he was with New Japan because he was weird, but the crowd got it. So I, I hope they don't they don't lampoon the guy over it. And I'm wondering is, is this going to lead to maybe a a a triple threat match at the the greatest rumble or are they going to try to hold this off as a backlash? I don't want it to be a triple threat at all. I want it to I be don't, I don't either, but it seems two like two separate singles matches. Going to. Yeah. I want two separate singles matches. I want Yeah, you milk it out. Maybe you even do a best of 7 if you can. <laughs> right. Between, you know, each pairing. But you know how yeah, I, I don't know how think this, uh, I don't think Daniel Bryan is long for SmackDown though. I think he's getting moved to Raw in the switch up and the um the shake up. Superstar shake up. Yeah. Hey, if the oil baron wants a triple threat match, he's going to get it. So. Oh yeah. Well, if they if they do that, then they got to keep the Miz so we can get that payoff then. Yeah, I think Daniel. I, I think that's why they give away a match like that on SmackDown because they know they're not going to be around each other for for long. Sam, your thoughts on SmackDown? Anything you'd like to add? I didn't watch it. Oh, okay, all right. But uh, no, it's good to see Peyton and the other one get called up. Uh, uh, Billy Kay is her name, sir. David Ruffin and the Temptations, yeah. Okay. But uh, uh, yeah, it's good the the Shinsuke turn. The Shinsuke heel move is pretty cool too, and it's good to see Daniel Bryan back in the ring. Yes, so. I think Paige being the GM is going to add a new little flavor to it. It's not a McMahon. Um, you know, it's been a while since it's been kind of like a, a baby face, even though Shane is kind of a baby face, but you know, he's still McMahon, but a non McMahon baby face in that role. And hopefully it'll freshen it up a little bit more and uh, see what she can add. She's off to a great start. Cause like everybody said, that main event between AJ and Dan Bryan was really good. And I don't think anybody was upset that Nakamura interrupted it and did what he did. So just a good showcase all around for SmackDown. I, I personally think SmackDown was a better show. So Greg, what's your rating for SmackDown this week? All right. We're doing 10 again. I, I, I give it a 10. Okay. David, your rating for SmackDown? Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, I can't really think of any slow parts. So yeah, maybe, maybe nine, 10, something like that. All right. Sam. You didn't, didn't see, see it, it, so you yeah. automatically give it a 10. And I give yeah, it a yeah. 10 as well. So, yeah, I thought it was a, a home run by everybody on SmackDown this week. So, All right, guys, I got I to gotta bounce. All right, you got any, any shout-outs, any, any uh, th- thank yous you want to give out before you get? Yeah. Yeah, no. Not this week. I will see you all next week, though. All right. Be safe, brother. Peace. All right, before we get into NXT TakeOver, we just want everybody to know that this week, the WrestleCast is being brought to you by Busted Tees. The weather is starting to get warmer, so that means that you can start wearing your cool screen t-shirts, and there's no better place than Busted Tees to show off your personality by getting some cool t-shirts and supporting your favorite podcast here on the CSPN. So go to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says Support the Podcast, then click on Busted Tees. Choose your, uh, you know, T-shirts like you normally would. Some of that purchase comes back and it helps keep the WrestleCast free each and every week. So CSPN and Busted Tees do it today. 
So, fellas, we're going to talk a little NXT TakeOver. Uh, usually the NXTs are the highlights of the weekend when we have these, you know, NXT and main roster shows, big shows together. And again, NXT did not disappoint as they started off fast. Six-man ladder match, EC3, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Laura Sullivan, Killian Dane, and Ricochet. And the winner of the match comes out to be Adam Cole, baby, as he knocks Ricochet off the ladder and grabs the North American Championship. Uh, this match was all the flame emojis. Uh, definitely going to be on some people's list for match of the year. Everybody in the match got over, not just the winner. Uh, for the first time ever, people got a lot of people got to see Ricochet, who were affiliated with WWE, so he blew minds. Velveteen Dream became a legend in this match if he wasn't already one after his you know new turn in in a NXT. Lars and Killian Dane showed well to be two big guys in a match that usually doesn't suit big guys. And, uh, you know, EC3 showed off very well. And Ricochet, what can we say? He's Ricochet. So, G-Money, I know you just watched this again today, so it's fresh on your mind, man. What did you think about this being the opener to this show? Uh, it was a beautiful car wreck of a match. Uh, the, the the calls by Moro, if I could just chop up his calls cut them up into lines and snort them, I will start every single day by doing that. The man is just fantastic on the mic. He gets everybody over. I'm I'm worried about our boy Velveteen Dream because I think he's going to need a new body in probably about five years because he just continues to do crazy stuff. But I loved it. The the big horses, I mean, they, they, they even got their sparks in. It, it, was, it was awesome. And they definitely had enough time to to make everybody look great. Um, EC3, he he didn't have too many spots. He was mostly feeding people, but uh, he, he did do a great job. Mm-hmm. David, did you get a chance to watch TakeOver, man? Yeah, I watched TakeOver. Um, I thought it was one of the best cards overall um, in a very long time. Uh, the ladder match was, uh, was uh, like I said, a car wreck. Um, I'm a little desensitized I, I think a lot of people are the ladder matches this one probably um i mean i can't think of one as good as this in a long long time um especially with so many people i think back to the first money in the bank ladder match for instance um but this one uh is a new standard for for move sets and really storytelling i mean i think they got what like 35 minutes for this mm-hmm. match 40 minutes yeah um it was uh it was pretty incredible yeah, I think that was the uh, thing about NXT and a lot of, you know, in a few of the matches in WWE, uh, the, um, WrestleMania, a lot of the storytelling was kind of coming back in, in a lot of these matches, especially these NXT matches, uh, especially this next one. Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT women's title. Uh, Ember Moon gets uh, tapped, passes out rather to the choke. Shayna wins the title. Um, you know, basically Ember trying to fight back. They, you know, call back a lot of things from their first match. So, you know, Ember, of course, moving up to the main roster, relinquishes the title. Shayna Baszler uh, trying to be the ultimate, you know, female heel in NXT. So I think this is going to work because she's a badass and she's just bad enough where 
they can build a really good baby face to come up and take the title from her. Anybody agree with that? Disagree with that? Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think she, you know, Baszler is going to hold the belt for a while and it's really sort of a new, um, era for the women in NXT. Like it's a, it's a more gritty era. You know, it's like, it's good. The icon, like the iconics would not really fit in that title picture anymore. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see who can challenge her because, you know, it's going to be, uh, there's a new Mae Young Classic, I guess, uh, tournament or whatever um, coming up. So we'll see. Uh, you know, but Baszler should probably hold the belt for, for a while now. G, what were you going to say, man? Well, yeah, I was going to uh, agree with your point uh, about Baszler, but I, w- I would also like to say pretty much from after the first match up until the NXT championship, I was in the refractory stage at that point. <laughs> that I was I was spent from that car wreck. So I did I had to watch rewatch it again to notice, you know, the little intricacy that that Baszler and Moon did during the match. And once again, Morrow did great jobs just causing your attention to what they were doing. You know, it wasn't really high impact stuff, but just simple stuff like, hey, you know, is she trying to put her shoulder back, you know, during the match. We've never seen that before. Just just simple stuff like that. It keeps your, your mind engaged in a match after you've seen all the carnage from, from match number one. Right, right. Like, they kind of were suffering from that, from the crowd, because, you know, of course, the crowd was just, you know, like you said, they were in that same period, too, until Ember hit the eclipse on the outside. Then they were like, okay, <laughs> then they got Business into it. Up. Yeah, yes. then they got into the match. Um, of course, Adam Cole has to wrestle twice. He's back in the trainer's room. He ain't happy that him and Kyle O'Reilly got to go out next. And uh, the Undisputed Era versus the Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. The winners of the match are the Dusty Tag Team Classic winners and the NXT Tag Team Champions. Uh, my man, Pete Dunne, hits the bitter end on Kyle O'Reilly. And all of a sudden, Roderick Strong stomps him in the back. Then he hits Pete Dunn with the end of heartache. Kyle O'Reilly makes the pin, allowing Undisputed Era to retain the titles. Roderick Strong reaches down, grabs the arm patch off of Adam Cole's arm, puts it on his arm, and Roderick Strong is the newest member of the Undisputed Era. This was so good. Because the match was really good, and then the turn was out of nowhere. Didn't, didn't yeah, it was from the uh, the uh, Vince Russo book of the long con turn, um, where you go through the most elaborate weeks and months of of something just to swerve. I feel like this was made because of the injury, right? Um, but you know, whatever. It, it was it was great. Um, the visual of everybody with all the belts and the trophy was pretty cool. And and jerk, Roderick Strong is going to be a monster heel. Yes, yes. So much fun. Authors of Pain looked great in this match as well. They, they were they were doing some really good stuff. Then we got our NXT title match. We got the God seeing Almas with Zelina Vega versus Aleister Black. Uh, this was really cool. Uh, Zelina trying to do her best, you know, stand by her man, tries to do a crossbody onto Alistair. He ducks. Seeing Almas catches Zelina. 
Then Alistair Black catches seeing almost but the black mask, pins him. Alistair Black is your new NXT champion. This was good. I loved that. I loved the Selena Vega old school manager involvement. Uh, seeing almost is 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 good money. It took him a while to get there, but he is good money. Can't wait to see him come up to the main roster. And like I said, from the first time I saw Alistair Black run, do the springboard off the middle rope, and land into this uh, sit-down position in Indian style, I said, yep, that dude right there might be headliner WrestleMania in 2020. Did this match leave you wanting more? Because I, I was kind of disappointed with the time of the match. I figured they would have more time than what they actually had. Nah, because I knew that it was going to probably be a more of a high-impact match than more of a technical match because of the brawl that CN Almas had left him laying in, okay. the, in the in the parking lot. Remember the, the, the big where he had really whooped him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I figured Aleister Black was going to try to come in there. Like the you know, bell rung, and as soon as it got started, you know, he went for it. That black mask right off the top. So, you know, I figured it might be a shorter match. Just based on the build, David, your, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, so I haven't rewatched uh, Takeover, but my unpopular opinion is this was the match of the night for me. This was a, uh, this was just a nice, crisp, you know, really tight match. Um, the drama was there. I did not know who was going to win, um, and yeah, so it, I thought it was a really great match for for me. Right. And you know, almost. Has uh you know the reinvention of almost has been great, and he he you know in the last two takeovers has maybe the like two of the best uh championship matches in NXT history. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, nobody would say that nobody would mistake him for Jinder Mahal when it came to working the ring as a champion. Right. <laughs> so then we had our takeover main event. The unsanctioned match, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa with one of the greatest entrances in modern wrestling. No entrance music, just a chorus of boos and FUs and whatever else the crowd could think of to say to him. And all of it got picked up on the audio. It was great. It was Hill Life Supreme to the max. But Johnny Gargano, he ends up being successful in this match. Uh, they have about a 40-minute back-and-forth, you know, all-over-the-place match. Uh, Johnny Gargano uses the knee brace uh, with the STF to get Tommaso Ciampa to tap out. Johnny Gargano is reinstated back into NXT. So a lot of people are calling this a five-star classic, you know, one of the best main events NXT's had. seems like Every time we have a takeover, that is the consensus about the main event. So, G-Money, I'll let you start on this one. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, man. Lights out. What do you think? Uh, I, I definitely thought it was it was in the running for a five-star match. Um, they're kind of stingy with those, so I, I don't know if it'll quite get it. But, I mean, Gargano is just, uh, he's just a hit maker as of late. Like, you, you know. His matches are, are top notch, and I just, I just thought it was it was stylized, high quality, controlled violence uh, with a with an excellent storyline. 
Um, you could you could tell that you had, you know, two brothers that were really going at it, and uh, it was it was it was some sort of blood vendetta, and it had a, a great ending. Yeah, it really did. It really did. David, your thoughts on the main event? I know you said that you thought the, the semi-main was the match of the night. So, you know, what did you feel about this one? Yeah, this was incredible, though. I think this was uh, – the storytelling was there. Um, I, I, like, it was brutal enough that I, like, wanted it to end because my nerves were bad, you know. Um, it was it was great. I mean, it, it felt like an hour-long epic, and it was only – it was, you know, I think even shorter than the ladder match. But it felt like a match that just, you know, um, told the story from beginning to end. I mean, you think about, like, a 30-minute – match or even like a 40 minute match that's like an hour long tv show with commercials you know mm-hmm. um and they told a story from beginning to end and it, it was beautiful this is an all-timer um you know um yeah so johnny wrestling also is is looking like he might go down as the best nxt wrestler ever he's got a, a, a slew of five-star matches under his belt um and you know this this a lot of people will have this as another one there's two true blue, maybe three, because I'm gonna count this and this next guy. There's three get everybody up on their feet. Everybody is cheering for them during their match, guys in WWE. Daniel Bryan, Braun Strowman, and Johnny Gargano. They're the only yep. three. Everybody else, it's fifty fifty, or there's a pocket going for the heel or whatever. Not when these three guys are in the ring everybody's going for them. And that's a really rare talent in modern day wrestling. But Johnny Gargano has found it. And my goodness, do those people love everything about him. And Tommaso Ciampa played it to the role where they hated everything about him. And this was just an old school fight brawl. The only thing that would have made it better is if they would have came out there in like street clothes, not wrestling gear, because it was a fight. But other than that, it was high impact, like you said, Greg, controlled violence. So kudos to NXT. One day, y'all, Triple H is gonna take over. Hopefully he's not old and grizzled and set in his ways and won't be able to give us this cool stuff on the you know main roster every day. But if he can bring what he brings to NXT to the main roster one day full time, wrestling's in pretty good shape because these things are awesome. These takeovers are just good they get better every time they have one so well guys on that note i gotta i gotta break out oh yeah um, man we're about to wrap up the show fun. anyway so go ahead and give your shout outs oh, okay, and thank cool. yous you're right on time all right great thanks a lot guys no thank you man let them know thank where they you. can follow your uh you know follow you and uh your writings and everything like that talking about that atlanta article you put out man yeah, you can follow me, David DTSS, on 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 Twitter. Uh, I just wrote about season two of Atlanta. Um, a couple weeks ago, I wrote about uh, WrestleMania nineteen and Booker T and Triple H. So you know, catch me, follow me on Twitter to see all the writings and all that good stuff. All right, man. Thanks for carving out some time tonight, man. Helping us break down WrestleMania, we appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. guys. No, no problem. All right, G Money. Before I let you go, man, I saw two more matches. I saw the ladder match and uh, the Ring of Honor. It was okay. It wasn't as good as the NXT ladder match, but uh, it's still a lot of uh, crashing and burning. Matt Jackson is a hero 
for him having this bad back and, and all the crazy things that he did. But uh, SoCal Uncensored retained the six-man tag team titles. And then I watched the blood feud between Kenny Omega and uh, Cody Rhodes. And, uh, yeah, I won't spoil the ending for you because you haven't seen it. But, uh, yeah, those boys really put in really good pace. They worked at the same pace that Nakamura and AJ Styles did, but they had a little bit more bang and boom mixed in okay. there to kind of, you know what I'm saying, yeah. not make it so like he didn't get out of the first gear. So um, if you guys can find that, I know, uh, you know, Ring of Honor is protecting that a little bit, so might be a little bit hard to find for a link. But if you guys can find that, definitely check that out. It's really good, Matt. So that was the, the WrestleMania weekend, man. Uh, anything? Did you watch the Hall of Fame or anything? I, I did watch a little bit. I had to travel, so I had to go back and, and look at things, you know, after they happened. But I, I, I watched the Hall of Fame. Um, it was interesting. I will say this, kind of gently related to the Hall of Fame. When they when they brought out uh, all of the, the superstars during Mania for the Hall of Fame, I did notice that Goldberg got blown up during his <laughs> during his introduction, I guess all the pyro and the kicking and the punching that he was doing, it was too much for him. So I got a kick out of that. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. Well, I mean, that's no different than his career. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But he, he now he does have like the greatest intro of, of a Hall of Famer, at least, you know, actually during WrestleMania. Most times they'll just come out, you know, stand on the star, maybe, you know, way to people but that was pretty cool they gave him the, prom- the the pyro you know that that was pretty cool right right so man open it up to you for your shout outs and thank yous well uh always gotta start off with you guys uh shouts out to you sam dd course classic um shouts out to to our guest this evening it was it was nice that he could come and hang out with us uh Always been a big fan of his work on on Up Rocks and uh, other websites, and I like to give a, a shout out to to my wife who gave me a brief lecture on the bullshit weight of the steel steps <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> since, since she is an engineer, she actually took time to tell me, "Oh, there's no way in hell that those steps are that heavy." I'm like, "Yes, I know that." But you don't have to go into it. I know you went to school for that type of stuff, but I I, I don't care. Yes, I know it's work. It's all, it's okay. <laughs> uh, she's trying to apply logic to a totally illogical situation, right? You know, yeah, in science, like yeah, we're just having fun, honey. That's, that's all. But but I, but I love her. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Greg, for being able to join me tonight. I'd like to thank David Dennis as well, Sam. Big shout out to DD. Be safe, safe travels. Shout out to the whole glow. Shout out to everybody who joined us this uh, past weekend for Back That Cast Up, for Mania Cast, for Raw Cast, for SmackDown Matters, uh, Super Cast of Honor. If you tweeted and interacted with us or listened to the podcast for the very first time based off this weekend, thank you. Welcome to the WrestleCast family. Uh, it's very interactive. So, you know, tweet at us, follow us. Um, participate in the live tweets share your commentary with color man that's what we're here for give a voice to the minorities who don't really get a chance to be heard so hopefully we can stir up enough noise and they'll listen to us and then you know we can get big e 
or Jason Jordan to be the heavyweight champion at some point soon. So that's my goal, man. I'm trying to get Big E to be the champion soon. Hey, I, I think a lot of people have been calling for that for for years now. Yeah, man. He, he, he's reached all the they, – they, really, all three of them has, have reached the, the highest of heights as they can go as a team. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so, like, I don't want them to straight, like, break up like they got to wrestle each other. But if they just kind of, like, divide off and go do something different, that'll be straight. And then, you know, if he wins the heavyweight championship along the way, then they come back all of a sudden and be like, hey, we are the champion. It, I mean, they, they really could do it, and they're really like ambassadors for the brand. It's, it's almost like they're kind of like the Miz. So I don't think anybody has done movies, but, you know, you see them everywhere. Right. So, you know, those yeah, those guys have something else to do. Right. You know? So, hashtag Big E for heavyweight champ. So, they're going to start that movement here on the WrestleCast. So, again, for everybody who joined us here tonight, Sam, Greg, Mr. David Dennis, I'm Don DeLorente. This has been episode 180 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Everything felt off. The way people looked at me, the whispers behind my back. But the thing that eats me up the most is the fact that Vince McMahon himself couldn't even look me in the eye and smarten me up. So I don't know what's going on, but I do know this. Brock Lesnar is one hell of a businessman. Because on Wednesday, word got out he was going back to the UFC. And then today, WWE released that he signed a new contract. And apparently I have another match with him in a steel cage that I had no clue about until I found out on the internet. So I don't know what the plan is here. I don't know what they're scheming up. I don't know what the story is behind this, but I do know this. If they continue to put me in matches with Brock Lesnar, the story will end with me becoming the Universal Champion. Let's break out the tinfoil hats because Roman thinks there's a conspiracy.
Peace conquers you, and you come out here making excuses why it happened. But I bear good tidings and good news that the vicious cycle will end. Because after Brock Lesnar is done ragdolling you across that cage, and you fail once again, I'll be waiting at Backlash to put you to sleep. What a declaration from Samoa Joe. So let me get this straight. It's Rowan Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Jetta. And then Samoa Joe's waiting at backlash.